This is Untapped Power, insights and wisdom for collective transformation in the yoga community. I'm your host, Amanda Stroni, a registered yoga teacher and financial coach for yoga teachers, healers, and spiritual creatives. This podcast serves as a sacred space with a new way forward to speak the truth about the yoga industry from the perspective of the teachers. Join me for intentional conversations with yoga teachers from around the globe as we navigate the industry and explore the changing path ahead. We will dive into personal challenges, industry improvements, and financial stability. I believe one of the greatest gifts we can give to the world is tapping into all of our personal power so we can collectively raise the vibration together. Are you ready to join the conversation? Now let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back. Happy Friday. I'm here with you with another bonus episode, which I'm excited to talk about um, as we work into a new month, into June and into the summer. We're starting to see sort of a transition in uh, the world opening back up again. And so I wanted to look into this topic today, which is all about breaking down the interview process for yoga teachers. So as people are getting back out there, maybe thinking of teaching at a studio or teaching online, hopefully this short episode will give you some things to think about when it comes to interviewing. And I know interviews can be intimidating. We can tend to put pressure on ourselves to perform in that perfect way. But forgetting the simple fact that we're not perfect and part of the interview process is to showcase our humanness and our uniqueness. Yes, of course, you wanna show up as the best version of yourself, but we also wanna be authentic and relaxed. And you may say that interviewing for a yoga studio may not be the same as interviewing for a corporate job or any other type of job, but I'm not sure I completely agree with this. There are so many similarities in the interview process across all fields, and the ways in which we show up and do our research, make the selection, are really quite similar. So the number one thing I always bring up in an interview process is to remind yourself that you have a choice. And I think this is really important because when we think of an interview, I think we tend to think of it as being one-sided. Someone is choosing me. But you're also choosing the company, the studio, the person, just as much as they're choosing you. And the most important thing you can do to prepare is to know yourself. Be aware of your personal values. What is true for you? What do you stand behind? What will you not stand behind? Knowing this brings you into alignment with yourself and allows for you to make decisions that move you forward in the direction you want to go. So let's start right away with some questions that you can use to ask yourself before you start any interview process. The biggest one is what do I know about the studio? What is the vibe or teaching style of of existing teachers and what are the studio's shared values? By asking these questions, you start to understand more about the studio so you can then check in with your own personal values. And you do a comparison. Are they in alignment with one another? We may think we wanna work at a studio because maybe a friend says it's a great place to work or because we don't currently have any opportunities available and we really wanna be teaching. When we are in this place of desperation or scarcity or extreme need, we tend to overlook our own values or downplay what is really important. I really want to encourage you to take a close look before you make a decision. Taking a job at a studio that does not align with you is not going to work in the long term, 
and the internal battle you will start to create with yourself is only taking you further away from where you want to go. Think about it this way. This energy could be used in so many other beneficial ways to move you forward. Another big question that is going to come up is pay. And I know some of you out there are going to cringe when I say this because you really don't want to talk about it. You don't want to ask how much they pay. You're just grateful that you have the opportunity to start teaching. So just acknowledge this if this gives you some type of reaction. I don't want you to have shame around it. I just want you to notice it. If asking about what you will be paid and if the rate is negotiable feels uncomfortable, then spend some time with that to understand where the discomfort lies for you. We can't heal or move past what we don't choose to acknowledge. And if you want to teach yoga and you want to make money doing it, then this conversation is required with yourself. In order to prepare yourself for this conversation, it's important to know the rate you will accept as a teacher. If you have a rate you will accept, then it becomes easier to walk away when it doesn't meet your requirements. If you want to negotiate, which I always recommend doing, I think it's important, know and understand what you are negotiating. What is it that you are bringing to the studio that would warrant more money? What is your level of experience or your knowledge? And how is your style of teaching unique? I think a great practice in this is to describe your teaching style to someone so that you feel really comfortable in explaining it. Think always of the ways in which you can support their business, the studio's business, with your unique skill. And remember, you're both choosing. The final thing, and the, one of the most important, I think, is expectations and preparation. What should you expect? I think it's fair to say that most studios will expect you to teach a class to the owner or the manager. So practice. Practice your class. Of course, you want to have some preparation and lead a class that reflects you and your teaching style, not what you think they want to see. That uniqueness that you can bring into the studio, the more you can show up as, the, as your authentic self, the better. When it comes to asking questions, I would always encourage you to do your research. What do you know about the studio? Questions that show you are in alignment with their values and also that you're following what they do and know how they show up in the community and in the world. It is always in your best interest to know the competition and to know their competition. What are the other studios in the area doing? Are there ideas you have or trends that you want to discuss that would be helpful to their future growth? Again, how can we work together to bring success? Always ask questions that have value. You want to know if you're going to be a good fit for the studio, so use the interview time well. Gather as much information as you can to make a clear and aligned decision for yourself. As I touched upon in episode 24, creating your career as a yoga teacher, if you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend it. I believe it is possible to make a yoga, to make yoga a full-time thing and, and be prepared and confident on interviews can make a big difference in that. The benefit of being prepared and ready for interviews is that the skills are transferable. You can also use any or all of these preparation tips that I've given you for working with private clients, leading workshops, retreats, or marketing yourself to the world. I think life is really an interview. 
That's the way I like to look at it. So have fun. We're here to show up as our true selves, to understand what we value, and to be able to express what we do to others in a clear and concise way, and to be financially compensated in a way that feels supportive. Interviews for me have always been exciting. They are an opportunity to check in with yourself and get really clear. What is it that I want? So take the time to think about why you're interviewing and the desired outcome you would want. And most importantly, remember that everything is not a good fit for you, and that's okay. Finding a studio that aligns with who you are and what you value will be more fulfilling and bring you more abundance in the long term than one that does not. Remember, again, I'm going to say it a third time, you are choosing and so are they. As always, I thank you for being here and I hope that this was helpful as you start to embark on these new interviews for yourself in studios or online studios and and see if any of these tips can help you in the process. And if you want more connection and community, I invite you into our free community that meets every Tuesday at 2 Eastern Standard Time. We've actually already explored this topic together as a group, and I found some great conversation and wisdom that came out of it from some, from some of those members. So I encourage you to, again, sign up and check out that recording. You get access to all the recordings when you join, and it's really designed to provide sacred conversation and collaboration amongst yoga teachers in the industry. I would love to hear how the interview process is working for you. So reach out and let me know your feedback. And I look forward to seeing you on our next call. Have a great week. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Untapped Power. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. I would love to hear your insights and wisdom. If you are a yoga teacher interested in being a participant on the podcast, please reach out directly. I am always looking for new voices and perspectives. As a financial coach, I work with clients individually who are in the yoga industry and are looking to gain clarity and awareness around your finances. If this is you, then reach out to schedule your free connection call. All information can be found at amandastroni.com. As always, continue to stand confidently in your power, use your voice, and allow your heart to be free. Until next time.